0: in the pure sense of the term, it's the telling of your biography. You're editing it, however. You're the one doing the narration, and you're the one who's choosing, selecting the material that you consider to be salient, the points that you want to have your reader remember. When it comes to spiritual autobiography, it is both more complicated and at the same time, perhaps a little more refreshing and honest when it's done properly. But the spiritual autobiography itself can be, as we're going to discover during the course of this lecture series, can be fragmentary, confessional, exploratory, a mode of theological investigation, sometimes a straight narrative up to a conversion experience. Sometimes it's a form of justification, an apology, perhaps even just a collection of letters or notes. In other words, it's an amalgam a hodgepodge, a gallimaufry of genres. I think to identify any specific writer or thinker we're going to be looking at as having mastered the perfect spiritual autobiography will be a bit of an illusion. What we are going to see are several different types of spiritual autobiography, both in terms of their literary style but also in terms of their matter or voice but also we're going to see a remarkable array of religious opinion and self-examination that will bring us into the very font or springs of spiritual and theological renewal, revival, that is so much at the heart of Christianity's power for self-reformation, self-evaluation, and self-exploration. So these are important things to keep in mind. You will know just off the top of your head a number of autobiographies, surprised by joy, for instance, by the great Anglican apologist C.S. Lewis, who talks about his life up to the time of his conversion. More recently, the American writer from Louisiana, Anne Rice, wrote a very interesting autobiography, rather flawed in some respects, called Called Out of Darkness, flawed in the sense that it 's not quite clear to the reader where she 's going with this, and the theological points are a little muddied and less focused to cohesive. This may be due in part to the fact that she 's primarily a fiction writer, perhaps most known for her work about vampires that might lead us to think that she has a keen theological interest in the in the risen life, but more importantly. Getting together the facts of one's life in parallel with the various new spiritual revelations, putting it together in the context of a discernible trajectory in your life, that's pretty demanding. And to some degrees, uh, called out of darkness is more a prolegomenon, prolegomenon than it is a finished work but there are many others. And we're going to be looking at some of these autobiographies during the course of the lecture series. It's going to have a historical structure. So we're going to go right back, in a sense, to the beginning. And then we're going to come forward to the contemporary period. So we'll have a a sense of the historical sweep of the genre and the various forces that have come to play an important role in the evolution of the genre itself. It is important to keep in mind again That an autobiography can in fact only be written by one person, and that is the writer himself. I remember having a professor, a well-known biographer of various poets and religious figures from the fin de siècle period, the 1890s and the first decade of of the 20th century. His name is Brokert Sewell, and he wrote at least a couple of autobiographies himself. And I remember one time in a class, a senior English class, he said, you know, everyone in this room is capable of writing one book, rather taken aback, thinking, well, perhaps it's going to be a study of a major poet, or perhaps it's going to be an analysis of some literary figure. We were, in fact, all literature students. But no, he was talking about the one book only we could write, and that is the autobiography. For some people, they'll never have their autobiographies published. They have no intention of writing one, they have no literary style, they have no particular ambition, or they have a very clear uh, literary style, eloquent in its own way, but they want to keep it private. So many people will keep diaries, they will keep journals, and these things will become their living memoir. And some of them will alight on matters of deep uh, personal spiritual significance how can could-